listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm RJ live in Las Vegas, live on a Friday, a big Friday, a special Friday. This is a force bat, AJ, get out the bankroll every game, all four of them. There's four segments, there's four games. I think you got that figured out. Force bat, either side or total, from both of us. We're going to have an extra bet on who wins the most. Uh, that's called the RJ special. <laughs> How you feeling, AJ? That's called the Grand Pastrami, I think. <laughs> oh, I like it. I love pastrami. I like, little, I like it heated, though, where they give it a little searing on the on the. I like grill. a smoked pastrami. Mm. Sports bettors <laughs> listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He's the fan who beats a man who's a big underdog here, AJ Hoff. Thanks, RJ. Great to be here on a day where we get a lot of injury news before this weekend's games. The Giants hire a new GM, possibly hinting let's stop at their this. new We're head coach. We're starting with the games, baby. Now, I want people to think about this sound effect real quick. That's a money machine counting money. All right. Now that you got that straight. AJ, you've got a best bet on which game? My best bet is on the Buffalo confu- Bills confu- game. I, it was a last-minute decision. At the, uh, well, you, you actually had every game in both sides in the five minutes before the I show. I considered every game in every side and every total. <laughs> All right. So, my best bet, let me see. Uh, I don't know. Um, mm, mm, I'll go with the uh, Titans Kay. game. So... That's going to be the last two. Now we're going to start with the biggest other game, which has to be Tom Brady against the Rams. The L.A. Rams plus three at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now here's what I'm going to do. For each game to lead this off, I'm going to give you the wise guy perspective on each of the two sides. Because what you need to understand is that every game – is going to have professional batters, winning batters on both sides. Thus, there might be games that it's a majority or a vast majority on one side or the other, but there is a case to be made for both sides of every game. If there weren't, the line wouldn't stay where it is. It would get bet off that number because there's no rationale for anyone to take it back. All right, so in this game, we'll start with Tampa Bay. And this one's easy, the number 12. I mean, you got Brady. I was on the Sports Hub, which is the Fox affiliate in Boston, you know, huge sports radio market this morning. And they were talking about, I don't know, I can't bet against Brady. And I'm like, that's why probably the bet should be against Brady. Because the only thing that I hear people recommending this Tampa Bay is Brady. 
have you heard any real great argument for Tampa Bay other than, well, it's Tom Brady? No, and there's a lot of people who are saying this Tampa Bay roster, well, it looks like now compared to the Super Bowl roster from a year ago, at the beginning of the year, we thought it was going to basically be the same, but the roster as it stands going into this game is nowhere close to a Super Bowl caliber roster. The only reason people think it might be is because of Tom Brady. I, I'm not sure about a Super Bowl caliber, but I think it's certainly a lesser roster than last year. If last year's team in a time machine could play this year's team, Brady be a year younger, by the way, is last year's team is just much better, at least with the current health of the teams. Yeah. So, A.B. out, obviously. Gronk not looking too spry, I'm going to say. It looks like age is affecting him more than Brady. Obviously, Godwin out. Major Fournette compromised, you know, expected to play, I think. But listen, he's an older back at this point. When you're banged up late in the year, problematic. Defensively, not near as good as last year, and and or as healthy. And obviously, the offensive line, which know. may be the biggest factor in this one. Yeah. And Tristan Wirfs, a guy that you you probably don't think of as a, a really key guy, maybe the most important decision on like in this game, like if the Bucks are going to have a chance or not. Except, I'm not even sure that the decision matters because. How much better is he at eighty percent? At seventy, you know, there's a point where someone can't play, and, and the better the player is, the lower that point goes. Meaning, if you're a DN and you just beat out the guy behind you, you're banged up at all. They're going to put the other guy in, right? Because why not? It, effectively, the backup's better. Right. But when you have an elite lineman, he can be at what? I don't know, seventy-five percent, probably still better than the backup, but still he will be at seventy and thus be able to play. He would be at seventy-five percent. So I'm not sure how now at a certain point, even if a player could play, once they become less than their backup, they don't typically. It feels like that this is such a decision. This is such a borderline decision. How much better could he be than the backup? That's a question. Hobbled as he is. Yeah, and and it's hard to say because the backup's been hobbled as well with a quad injury for the last couple of weeks. His name slips in my mind, but I I know that he he missed last week and was questionable for practice. Josh Wells. Thank you. I mean, I don't want to make a big deal about. We've switched. We've now switched roles completely. (laughs) So you're going to start winning. I guess so. All right, that's going to be interesting. Now you've done well on your props. You you can have any props sprinkled in. I'll, I'll sprinkle some props. All right, so I'm going to quickly do. The other side, and this is my official pick in this game, and it is going to be the Rams. Now, you know something? I'm actually going to change this. You, What do you got? I've got the Rams. Ah, I'm not doing that then. So, the Rams right now, by the way, this line is between two and a half and three. So, what we're going to do is, I'm giving AJ a break here, by the way. We're going to assume AJ has half his bat at plus three and half his bat at plus two and a half. Deal? I'll take my bet at plus two and a half. All the better. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 not the sharpest move, kids out there. By the way, if someone, I just, on, I just want to be fair. Is all no, I'm but saying. I'm I, trying to help you. Okay, I, I mean, I, I just want. Well, you've to, already renounced. Okay, okay, kids. If you get a chance to get a better number, get the better. If someone says, "Hey, I'll give you four pieces of gum for that Roberto, Roberto Clemente rookie card," take the four. Don't say, "Give me just three. <laughs> All I'm trying to do is for the audience give them the the fairest representation of what I'm what I'm well, that's seeing. What, I mean, but they understand you need help. But anyway, it's two and a half. That's fine. What I'm going to go with is probably my total best bet, and it's on the under. 
And here's why in the under right now is 48 and a half at some spots, but we'll give it a 48. Here's my rationale. Brady, and we talked about this yesterday. In fact, I gave this game yesterday. Bra- this total. Brady doesn't want to make the mistake that loses the game. And you know who else doesn't? McVay. McVay has played very conservatively in big, big games. And plus, and think about the Super Bowl against Belichick. What was that, 13 or 16, whatever the points were that they gave up, and then they scored three or whatever? It was a really clutch game. And think back to Tampa against New England. How did they play? It looked like it was 1994. Punting from the 50, field goals all left and right. I liked it. It felt old school. It's not the way the modern NFL is, but I think it's the way we're going to see this game play. And this total is 48. The average total this year was under 46. I don't see how these are they're good defenses, they're good offenses. I don't see this as an offensive shootout. What do you like in the total? I, I like the under as well, based on it. And you really kind of broke it down yesterday that Sean McVay, when he's been in the biggest games, he's played tight. And I think you could see Matt Stafford play tight as well. You mentioned Tom Brady not wanting to make a mistake. You know right now. Not wanting to make a mistake for, I think, two reasons. One, that's how you win. But also, in the back of his mind... He, I mean, he's never. Have they ever? They won back to back his uh, third and fourth year. That's the last time they won back. Brady's won back to back. He, it's not like he's expecting to lose, but he knows his team isn't as good. He thinks he can will them there. But I tell you this: if they get down fourteen, end of the third, you think Brady's chucking up a bunch of hail marys and thinking, you know, something? Does he want to get in? Does the, you know, not that he's going to retire, but does he want the off-season remembrance of him to be losing by 21? Or, you know what, not that he doesn't want to win, but I don't think it's like, no matter what, I'm going to, like, you know, uh, damn the torpedoes, because one, you take a lot of hits. The thing is, once another team knows that you're going to pass, they're going to be teeing off on Bray. You really want Darnold in there, like crumbling him? No. I think in general they're going to. I mean, I'm not saying if it's a competitive game, he's not going to play hard. But I'm saying if the game becomes like a five percent chance, I think Brady gets a little conservative. And you know what? I'm not sure that's wrong for him. But what I know for sure is it's going to lend itself to the under because the way a game like this can go over is a lot of scoring late. I think there's a chance we don't even see that. Yeah, I, and I will say the the idea that the especially if you like the Rams, and I think both of us do like the Rams. Yeah, so I, my second pick on this game, but I gave it earlier in the week at plus three is the Rams. The Rams, if they can get ahead, obviously they're going to be way more concerned. Air out of the ball, old school, which the modern way, and we see it with the Bills, is keep piling on because the other team's going to try to come back. But McVeigh just against San Francisco in Week 18 was the first time in his Rams tenure, in that entire time, that they lost a game that they led at halftime. So whatever McVay's doing, he's doing a good job taking the air out of the ball, but the scoring in the second half in games they're leading. And we'll check that during the break. Is This year specifically, what was the scoring in the second half, the games they were leading at halftime, because it has been generally low. Yeah, and the fact that they got Cam Akers back means that they're less of a one-dimensional offense. They probably feel like they can run, even though we've talked about in close game scenarios, the Bucks are a lot more difficult to run on than their overall statistics would lead you to believe. So let's talk about that. A lot of the narrative right now, in this game, and the Bucks specifically, 
and we heard this a lot in the Eagles week last week, was, oh, last year they were great, the Tampa Bay Bucks against the run. This year they're good, but not great. Now, have they dropped off at all? I don't know. Maybe a smidge. But it, at most, it's a smidge, and here's why. And Arians talked about this, the coach of Tampa Bay, after a game maybe a month ago. He said, listen, take a look at the first three quarters. I don't, he didn't say this specifically, but it was like, when we are up big, we start to lighten the box, and we don't mind them running. We don't want them to run well, but if they pick up four and a half yards of carry, we don't mind, because that's less efficient when you're behind than throwing the ball. But that four and a half yards of carry might help you win the game, but it doesn't help your rushing stats when you're one of the best defenses against the run. They could keep all fanatical about the run, and then they would be weaker against the pass. So, if the I mean, this to me is very sharp. If the opponent wants to do something inefficient, let them. Let them make that mistake, though it will hurt the stats. When we looked at the first three quarters against the rush Tampa Bay, they were number one in the NFL. So, the best running Defense in the NFL is the Tampa Bay Bucks when it doesn't entice the other. And, and the other condition was the win percentage had to be projected less than 4% or more than 96 We threw that out too because the games were out of hand. So who knows what was going on? But in fairly competitive games, even if it was 95 5, we considered it competitive. And the NFL puts a projection at any point in the game what, which team's going to win and what the likelihood is. Using that number, Tampa Bay, best running defense in the NFL. NFL in the third or first three quarters. So I don't think the Rams necessarily are going to be able to run effectively. I don't think either team's going to be able to do too much. And one other thing I would say about props look at Brady to a running back or running backs over receptions. Gio Bernard has been the guy taking those receptions. Okay, I like that. I would go, do you know Bernard's number? I don't know throw, it off the throw, top of my throw head. Throw that up real quick. Is I'm going to go as a, uh, an extra you know, fun bet on the over there because Brady doesn't trust these other receivers. And we got Ramsey, the great. Great cornerback going against Evans. Evans tends to get shut down against physical cornerbacks like Lattimore from the Saints. And I think he's not going to throw to these other receivers. He's been throwing less to them as they've gotten more familiar with each other because they've all made mistakes. It's really made him mad. I think it's a lot of running backs, a lot of short passes, a lot of conservativeness. Under, I have a strong opinion on, oh, at plus three, I like the Rams. Opinion at two and a half. Closing thoughts. One more thought on the Rams. Stafford, the number one quarterback in EPA per drop back against the Blitz, and nobody blitzes more than the Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay. And now. So that goes, I mean, uh, that actually is an advantage. The question is, is Stafford going to be ready to really pull that trigger with the stakes so high? Well, and the other question is, can the Bucks really afford to blitz? Because unlike the first matchup, there's really two wide receiver ones on the field right now mm-hmm. for the Rams. Because OBJ has five touchdowns. He's a wide receiver one. Since he's been with the Rams, he's looked pretty. He's looked like a different guy the is, last is couple of sc- weeks. Is this your scouting eye test? This is my scouting eye test. All right. That's excellent. Um Oh, okay. So the props are not yet up because of the uncertainty with Fournette. So look on game day. I, I mean, Fournette's hurt, so I'm not anxious to bet him, but I would look at Bernard if the number looks right. All right, we take our first break. So just to recap, and I'm not going to fade him because, look, he picked the same game I did is yesterday or two days ago. But he liked it too. I got to give him credit. Rams. Oh, I'm so, yeah. Rams are you at uh, plus two and a half? Plus two and a half. I'll take it. Is your force pick? Mine's under. Mine's much better than your. Oh man, mine's. 
that's a good pick. And then I, I also like the Rams, and we like Bernard uh, over in receptions. When we come back, we're going to go to game number two, and this is a game. It's Green Bay and the 49ers, and here's the question, and this is an important one. Colin today said that Aaron Rodgers had the most to lose if he lost. I think that's maybe true, but I have a proposal that someone else, not even in this game, has more to lose. All that more coming up next, but first, Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. If you're dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words, then the heavens gonna fall. The government runs the business. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of it. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. In just a minute, we're going to take a look at the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. You seem nervous, A.J. I'm very calm. Force bets on every game. All right? And at any time, I can press the green button. Or he can't, too, but he won't. At any time... And that means I'm betting against them. So we're having an extra bet on who wins the most. Bet against you whenever I see fit. You won't bet against me. I'm predicting. Uh, I'm predicting it. Okay. I'm a professional predictor of the future. We are, looking backwards, we are the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audience has doubled, but really it's not backwards. It's as we speak. The present perfect tense, as I think it's called. (laughs) And you know why? Because of you, the support, we appreciate it, and we'll keep trying our best to deliver the best information and the best fun along the way. You can listen over the weekend, especially the time, to the podcast. If you want to catch up, just search for Straight Out of Vegas, wherever you listen to podcasts, here in Vegas, on the Strip. 61 degrees. The neon is saying RJ, RJ over AJ. Green Bay Packers, five and a half point favorites, hosting the 49ers. Total is 47, RJ. Okay, the weather, eight degrees, but it feels like minus five. And the wind's only 10 miles per hour. So a lot of people, a lot of squares are going to think, oh, it's cold. It's going to hurt the scoring. Eh, it kind of does at eight degrees, but the wind is the bigger, bigger factor. So I would say, you know, we have a concept called a half a square or half a sharp. It really goes both ways. And what they do is they understand about an inch or two deep, and they'll say something like, yeah, the wind's the key. But they don't realize if the weather gets below like 10 degrees, actually the cold can hurt you. AJ, what do you got in this game? I'm going to go with the over, over Ooh. 47 in this game. So just coincidentally, oh, coincidentally, the half square <laughs> uh, is on the over in this game, and the cold didn't hurt the Bills last week, as everyone seemed so to think it would. You know what this button means? Right? I know what it means. I bet against you guys. Uh, listen, the the Packers are going to get theirs on offense. The 49ers are bad in the secondary. I have no doubts that the Packers are going to have some success throwing the ball. They're the team who's used to this weather. I think it bothers them less. Hold on, let's talk to an authority. Cousin Kyle or cousin of Kyle Shanahan? Is that true? Are they bad in the secondary? 
Yes, especially right now with the injuries that they have. Hmm. Continue. On the other hand, Green Bay, 28th against the run per DVOA, 28th against tight ends. Where are the 49ers the strongest? The run game, and they happen to have the best tight end in the game. I think both teams get their offenses going. I think the offense is bothered less we, by the Colts because they're a run you, game. When you, when you like the over, you tend to think there's going to be offense. We got it. So my best bet on this game will be over 47. Okay. And I bet against it. And I'm going to give uh, Elijah Mitchell over 18 and a half carries. Are you? Leaving? Am I leaving? Yeah. Are you like walking out mid show? <laughs> no, no. Why are you rushing out? Can I speak? Well, I thought I thought I'd get my point no, out. No, that's I not pass how it we have a conversation. I apologize. We don't do like baton handoffs. We talk. I'll, interrupt me if you want. Okay. But not now because you just talk for like five minutes straight. Okay. My handicap is simple. <laughs> I I actually I do like the over, but that's just more fade, AJ. And here's the <laughs> and here's the thing is when you don't have any vig, we're betting it even money. You just got to be right fifty point one. So I think any time I just press the button, I'm going to be right fifty point one against them. So I'm feeling fine about that. But the real pick for me. <laughs> is the Green Bay Packers. It's down to five and a half. And here's the thing. I respect Shanahan, but remember, and we're going to be talking about this in the Bills game, is the Green Bay Packers for two years have been waiting for revenge against San Francisco when San Fran, remember, the Super Bowl year, came in there and ran over Green Bay like they were nothing. And I don't remember if that game was in San Fran or not, but either way, it was like a demoralizing loss. And if you think about it, what has Green Bay tried to do since? They've gotten big. They, they uh, drafted Dylan. Everyone said, what year are we in getting a big running back? They've focused on the line. This is a team that's tried to toughen themselves up. Don't rem- don't forget, LaFleur was part of that Shanahan tree. He was in Washington. And he understands the big physical and being able to run the ball is key. And Green Bay, let's give LaFleur credit. Green Bay's been able to do that. You think it's a coincidence Rodgers is playing so much better the last two years than he had before? For like four years, he wasn't playing near this level. So, in general, I think that Green Bay's more ready for this. And San Fran really didn't run very well in that first game, did they? McKenzie. No. No. Now, someone might say, well, Debo Samuel, blah, blah, blah. Uh, maybe, but I think Aaron Rodgers is going to, he's not going to get nervous yet. He'll get nervous in the championship game. He's more used to the weather, and the only full home field advantage, three points left in the league, is Green Bay. And last thing, San Francisco, this is their sixth road game in eight weeks. This is a tired team. They're going to tell you in the offseason, you know, we tried, but we were just out of gas. Mackenzie, you got 30 seconds, but we're forcing you to say something negative because there's something negative on every game and every team against San Francisco. Go. You respect my cousin Kyle. So does Matt LaFleur. He said he spent last week when it could have been Cowboys or 49ers focusing on the 49ers. He respected the 49ers that much, expected them to win. So he got a week of prep on my cousin Kyle. So in a way, it was a best bet he was making in his prep time against Dallas, like we did. Indeed, and his positive equity instead of money is an advantage in this game. Matt LaFleur pressed the button on Mike McCarthy last week. Is what happened. <laughs> the big button. <laughs> look at this last thing as we talk about this here. If we look at San Francisco as at the end of the season, these are the road games that they've had to play. Now think about this for a minute. At Seattle, at Cincinnati, at Tennessee, at the Rams, at Dallas, at Green Bay. 
That makes me want to take a nap. And they're also on a one-day short week while their opponent has a full bye week. Good point. Dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So, next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Okay, next game is AJ's best bet. And it's going to be on the game of the week, Bills-Chiefs. Right now, Chiefs favored by one and a half and two, right in between. We'll give you whatever you want on that, buddy. And this, as I said in the open, this is saying, the betting market is saying the Bills are better than the Kansas City Chiefs. What do you got in the game, AJ? My best bet, the Buffalo Bills plus the two points. And I agree with the market that the Bills are the better team. Obviously, you just picked them. Yeah, this is a team that has been absolutely dominant over the last year. And you're talking about teams, you know, scoring 40 points. Dominant over the last year against who? Over this season. Uh, When you're saying last year, you mean this season? This season, over over the course of the year. And well, it's a season, not a year, because the year goes back to the play. Playoffs last year when they got whooped by KC. They did get whooped by KC. I think going back to Kansas City early this season got that monkey off their back no, in, a, no, in a game no, that they no, hammered stop, the Chiefs. Stop, 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 stop. If they lose, if the Bills lose, are they going to say, yep, we split? We're, you know, we wish we won both, but we split. We're fine. No. So the monkey's not off their back. If they didn't play them, it'd be off their back. But now if they lose, they lose. So the pressure's on like no one's business. In fact, that was my case with Colin. I think he's right. The press, the media is going to be on Rodgers the most if he loses. But I think the person, the team that's going to be most on themselves will be the Bills if they lose. Because the Bills had the whole offseason with one goal to beat KC. And they did it once, and they thought, you know, we're fine. But now they got to play them again. And I'm not saying they're not going to win, but I don't think there's a lack of pressure right now. Uh, I, I agree. And I think the same thing could have been said last week against the Patriots, because at I that agree. point, a split wasn't good enough. And they went out and they made really, it made an example of the Patriots. But if only if you can, if only you took the best performance from last week and bet them this week, if that was the way to win. Barney at the bar would be winning a lot of money. Chiefs coming off a pretty good performance themselves, but I still well, they think... They were down 7-0 with like 25 minutes into the game? But you always say, did they beat expectations? No, they saying, clearly beat expectations. Yeah, but what I'm saying was it wasn't a great... If anything, they won big, but also had some takeaways to say, stay focused. The Bills clearly had no takeaways to say, keep focused. They, so they what's your analysis dominated. on this game? My analysis is, like I said at the beginning, the Bills are a better team right now. They've got the better quarterback right now. The defense that's improved Proved over the course of the season for the Chiefs is still a below average defense. And we just saw the Bills carve up Bill Belichick's defense, which was a top five defense in the league. I think defensively, the Bills continue to be underrated by most people. They are, I think they're a top five, top 10 unit. The, the so stats I'm, say I'm they're number one. Then. I'm confused. Why hasn't this been like your bet? I mean, what do you think the line should be? Because what you're saying is it sounds like that the Bills are seven or 10 points better. So like, I, I mean, no. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm confused about. You're asking about. me for my best bet. Of course, yeah. I'm confident that they're but, but, better. But what I'm saying is that I, I got to understand why they're better. Meaning, you're saying, I think they're right. I mean, like, you're stating the, the conclusion as evidence, right? Like, I'll give you my pick right now. My pick is I like over in this game, all right? And here's why I think there's a sense that Casey's defense has improved. And there's a sense that Buffalo has a good defense. 
I don't think either are true. I think Casey's defense really is susceptible against a good offense, and obviously the Bills are that. And then I, let's look at the Bills for a second and say, well, who have they really played offensively? Because we know New England, a good team, but not a, a powerhouse on offense. So that's been two of the games recently that's been most important. As we go through the rest of the games, you know, I flipped the schedule over four times to get the Bills. Okay. <laughs> there are only two sides of it. That's kind of weird. If you look at the end, they played uh, now against the Colts. Now, this is since they're by. They played Miami. Ugh. They played Jacksonville. Ugh. And Miami during the losing streak. All right. Jets next. Then the Colts, right? But they put up 41. The Colts did. I mean, an embarrassment. Then against the Saints with no quarterback. All right. The win game. Tampa Bay puts up 33 against them. Oh, my gosh. Carolina, New England uh, on offense. Atlanta Jets. So they played two games that mattered, and they gave up like inordinate points in both games and lost both games. So now that to me is a sta- a thesis. The thesis is the weak strength of schedule made Buffalo's offense or defense look better than it is. The offense, even with a weak strength of schedule, has been amazing. And the New England games, the key games for them, have been where they had a good defense, so the offense looked good for Buffalo. But the New England offense isn't all that good, so the defense doesn't really tell us much for Buffalo. Thus, I like the over. So... Let's do this. You do agree that the defense, the defensive advantage is with Buffalo in this game. Mm, maybe a smidge. I don't know. A smidge. I don't know. But why do you think this line? I mean, you know Casey's favored, right? I do realize Casey's okay, so, favored. So you're making. I mean, this line is saying they're a half. Casey's point. been to what three straight AFC Championship games. Okay, but but I mean, at some point the Steelers baton gets 11, passed. Steelers were eleven. But what I'm saying is, you're saying the market is just like thinking about three years ago. Uh, I mean, I think the market was thinking about three years ago with Belichick last week. Well, I mean, the market got the game was bet up to like five, wasn't it? The game got, I mean, by game day, it was a clear statement that Bills were going to win. So, no, the market was right on. Would you think the line should have been 28? No. Okay, let's do this. I'm going to let AJ have a minute or so of silent time to think of one last point on his best bet. Fox Sports Radio, I'm AJ Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Here's one thing about Wink Martindale we got to keep your eye he still has game shows to fall back on. What do you think? When I was a kid, I wanted to be a game show host. That was my, my big goal in life. You know Failed. something? Every, everything has just come together for me. <laughs> I, I see things more clearly than ever. All right, did you come up with anything? The first game that, well, obviously, Josh Allen's coming off his best game of the season in that playoff game <laughs> yes, against the Pats. No. His best game before that point was against the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs defense, while they got better in the middle of the season, Week 17, Joe Burrow absolutely torched that defense. 444 yards, four touchdowns. I think the Chiefs defense is in for a, a rude awakening against Josh Allen in this game. Okay, so I tend I, I actually like the Bills coming into your analysis. I'm not sure who I like at this point. Because <laughs> all joking aside, the fact that such a predominant amount of it is what Barney at the bar is going to think, because look how good the Bills looked. I don't know. But officially now, you've got the Bills as your best bet. Bills plus two is best bet. I've got over 54. Over 54. 
Okay, it's all been prep up to now. When we come back, <laughs> my best bet. That's all I'm going to say. That's coming up next. But first, dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Mike check. Hey, Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real... I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. RJ Bell, we are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. It is time for the main course. We're going to do a little redemption for AJ Hoffman. His best bet was the Bills. During the break, I said, I'm going to work up a little handicap. And I told McKenzie to help. You got a great stat here to back the Bills. McKenzie blew my mind with this stat. Yeah, let's Seven times, it. twelve. Uh, a team has won twelve or more games by double digits. All right, so no, so it's twelve or more games on a season by twelve or more points. Ah, okay, twelve and twelve. Seven times it's happened. Seven times they've been the Super Bowl champion. They won the Super Bowl. The last team was the 2002 uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. So it's been a long time since the team's been that dominant. Now it's a little easier with 17 games, a little easier, but still. And if you look at the concept, and a lot of you who bet understand the Pythagorean wins, which is a way to say, hey, the margin of victory is what really matters. So when you have a team like the Raiders that snuck in, they actually had a a negative point differential on the year, right? Well, the Bills have the best point differential in the NFL. And thus, AJ's handicap that the Bills are better kind of makes more sense now. What do you think? I'll take it. All right, Thank let's you. do it. All right, let's get into your best bet, RJ. It's on the Tennessee Titans and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Titans favored by three and a half. All right, my best bet is the Tennessee Titans, and it's because they're better. All right, we'll be back on Monday. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, to me, this is the perfect storm. Even Fezzik, in for the podcast, was saying he had Tennessee like as the 14th best team in the league. I mean, it was like, was it, what was it, about 14, right? Yeah, 12, 11. Oh, my gosh. It's like the thing about these wise guys, when they think they got a team pigeonholed as bad, they don't care what evidence they get. They are, as long, now, listen, if they have great underlying stats, they're going to start coming around. But you know what? You know what we know for sure? There's one team historically in the last 20 years who outperformed their underlying stats. 
the Patriots, meaning every other team over the course of like 10 years, you got to go get a lot of years of data and you say their point differential, their yards gained, all the different underlying stats that you can project out to wins, everyone's within like a tight margin over the long run, except the Patriots. Well, you know, Vrabel kind of reminds me of somebody. Now, I'm not saying he's Belichick yet, but this is a guy that how many years has he won without it being obvious how he's winning? Like how they're winning. So, I mean, like I hear experts say, I don't know how they're the number one seed with the injuries they've had. So there's something Vrabel's doing, it's my belief, that doesn't show up in the underlying stats because it's year after year, like Belichick, historically, they're outperforming those underlying stats. Also, this is the one time this year, pretty much. I mean, they've had some times they had all four, the big four, with Tannehill being, you know, the fourth. But when they've been all on the field, it's been amazing. They've had a great offense in those spots. Henry looked good in practice by all accounts. The film that got out. I think this is the the healthiest Tennessee's been in three months. And you know what? I think Cincinnati's off a couple. Well, they had the break in Week 18, but they had some big, big games at the end of the year. This was an emotional win. It felt like the season was over after that game. And if I'm right, the season will be over. Best bet, Tennessee. What's your thoughts? I I endorse your side. I'm of gonna. Course. Mine is gonna be on the over. Ooh, uh, I like the over case. in this game. The Bengals are 31st in DVOA on defense on first down. The Titans operate at their best when Ryan Tannehill's in second and manageable. Okay. They don't want him to be playing from so behind the, the sticks, weak, as you say. The Bengals are weak defensively on first down. Tennessee is very sensitive to having good first down. Yes, and the Bengals also are a team that struggled early in games. They're 29th in the first quarter. They've played behind in all but three games this season, so the Titans' offense also at its best when they're playing with a lead. Of course, the Bengals' offense is not bad coming from behind either. I think they've got a special guy right now in Joe Burrow. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. The Titans, their secondary just gave up 300 yards and three touchdowns to Davis Mills in Week 18. Well, Davis Mills, I know you hate Davis Mills, but Davis Mills has played well against a couple of teams. But I will say this. I, I, I'm sca- I like the over. But I'm more towards a lean at this point. I liked it earlier in the week, and here's why. The more I dig into Tennessee's defense, they don't blitz a lot. They blitz the fifth least in the NFL. Burrow is amazing against the blitz, not against pressure from a normal group, four or whatever. So, in truth, last week, the Raiders blitzed the least of any team in the NFL this year, and now you're getting the fifth least. Who did Burrow do so well against? The Steelers? Right, the Ravens in Kansas City, those five games blitz, blitz, blitz. Three of the biggest blitzing teams other than Tampa in the league. So to make it official, I've got Tennessee minus three and a half. You've got the over. And listen, AJ, there's a chance that you can win this one game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine, but not this game, not tonight. So good luck, buddy. Thank you. Uh, do your read and we'll recap them. Dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're in battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. And as I predicted, no button push from AJ. Imagine that. By the way, Vrabel is a perfect McKenzie Pops. 8-0 when his team has eight or more days rest. Clear coaching advantage no for doubt. the Titans. Okay, so bang, this game, I've got the Titans, you've got the over. 49ers Packers, 
You've got the over. I've got the Packers. Rams, Bucks. I've got the Rams. I've got the under. And oh, by the way, Bills, Chiefs. I've got the Bills. I've got the over. But I pressed the button. And which, oh, what did I go? I went, um, over in the game, you went under, right? Or you went? Yeah, Packers 49ers. on the Packers Forty yeah. Niners. You okay. went under. So I went under. You went over because I just, you know, why? You wanted action. Just because. Just because. <laughs> if you missed any of today's show, including... I mean, who else does what we did, all right? That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I enjoyed today's show a lot. You can check it all out, the podcast, at foxsportsradio.com. We're going to be back Monday to wrap these things up, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. Guess what we're going to be doing? Recapping all four games and giving you the early line for next week. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy the games this weekend. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.